0: Does Mike Zimmer's defense still work in the NFL? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast.
1: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your locked. team every locked. day.
2: Locked On. Locked. locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On
0: Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. And we've got a very special guest for you guys today. It is Cody Alexander. You probably recognize him from Twitter at the underscore coach underscore A. He's also created or wrote six books on defense. Make sure you check him out on uh, matchquarters.com. Cody, how are you doing today, sir? Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Of course, today uh, on the show, we're going to be discussing Defense, of course, discussing Mm -hmm. Mike Zimmer, Uh, Cody, I just want to ask you just some very broad questions to start. Do you think Mike Zimmer's defense works still in today's NFL against all the Shanahan style offenses? Because the last time we saw him with the Vikings, those defenses struggled quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I really think that a lot of the struggles he had was personnel-based. I know that he had really good safeties, very limited at corner. It's a lot of the same issues that uh, Flores had to deal with this year. That's why you got such the extreme defense that they ran this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's something that when you talk to people around the Vikings, that that has been kind of they got the offense right, at least for the most part. Now can we get some talent on the defense? I think if you look at two comparing the 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 sexy hire right now is kind of McDaniel uh, McDonald and the uh, the Ravens. I think the his entire defensive staff all now are defensive coordinators somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then the Fangio system, uh, which I still think those are the two those are the two systems right now that everybody's kind of infatuated with. And one of the basis of them is going to be split field coverage. Now the Fangio system doesn't run cover two; they opt for more of a quarter quarter half system that they can rotate to the passing strength in a way, and they have a whole system to do that. McDonald is very much of a diversified portfolio when it comes to coverages. And I think when you look at Zimmer, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a diversification within the coverage structure. You are not, this is not going to be a Dan Quinn where we are only running cover three and cover one. And then we are going to run some of the lowest rates of cover two at kind of a predictable when we run them, it's going to be relatively predictable. So those, those are going to be what I think you're going to get from Zimmer. And the one thing that I will say that he's probably going to have to enhance is going to be his blitz structures. His blitz numbers are going to be really, really low. uh, If you look at what they had, this is not a team. uh, The Cowboys did not blitz a lot. Uh, but I think in this kind of ecosystem that we have here in the NFL right now, you're going to have to bump that blitz number up and have maybe a little bit of a, uh, some unique ways of attacking protections.
2: So we we you talked about blitzing, and I think that that's a huge part of of obviously kind of the big changes that's going to be happening between you know Quinn and Zimmer. I, I do want to talk a little bit about specifically first up front, you know uh, about the defensive front, about the defensive line. You know, coming from a first Marinelli to Quinn system, obviously it's it's mostly a four man attacking with coverage behind system. But the thing the way that they were able to get pressure a lot of times was, you know, lots of twists, lots of stunts, lots of, you know, a uh, movement up front. You mentioned blitzing, but do you think that with more blitzing that you're, we're going to see a reduction of that kind of line movement? Or do you think that they kind of keep that sort of same sort of line movement, but just start folding in defensive backs as, you know, fills and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I really think we're in the NFL right now. We're, we're at a place kind of where offenses had to be about oh, a couple years ago. Where are you going to be a motion offense or are you going to be a static offense? Uh, you know, guys like Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, they didn't want a lot of movement. They want to be able to look around. Then you have the Chiefs that use a ton of pre-snap shifts, short motions to kind of give give Mahomes. Uh, extra data on the coverage pre-snap. Then, then on top of that, you have McVay Shanahan system that uses quick motion. Ben Johnson at the Lions, yep. uh, quick motion all the time, trying to get the defense going different directions. Um, I think defensively now we are at we are at kind of that same place of. Uh, Are we going to use middle of the field closed disguises where we're going to shift coverages post snap? I think if you talk to any quarterback coach, any OC, any quarterback, they don't like that, especially with play action, turn back play action where I'm under center. I have to turn my back to the defense, show the ball and then get around and got to recalibrate. I think you're seeing more and more defenses and primarily defensive coordinators are getting opportunities that are disguising coverages so part of that disguise is then adding in on top of that in in the box right Of uh, do we want to be a sit and get defense do we have the elite lines in fact if you go and you look at the nfl right now the teams that do not move very much are teams with really strong interior lines. You have the Jets, you have uh, the the 49ers, um, and you have, uh, you know, Dallas to a point ha- really just wanted to kind of jet rush everybody, right? They wanted to mm-hmm. or kind of semi move inside, but really let those edge rushers go. So that's going to be the key. You know, Zimmer traditionally has really been more in line with Dan Quinn. So I'm interested to see he's had two years at the college level, doing different things, talking to different people. How is that going to transition back in? But that's going to be the question that he has to answer is, do we want to be movement based or do we want to be static?
0: I just want to ask you really quickly, Cody, on the defensive line. I mean, you mentioned Dan Quinn, like he wanted his defensive tackles to be like guys that got up the field and got after the quarterback and kind of stopped the run on the way to the quarterback. Right. Right. Do you anticipate Zimmer, wanting a different style of defensive tackle here.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really interested. You know, the Mozzie Smith it comes from a system that's similar to what we're seeing, like with McDonald and and uh, Jesse Minter now with the Chargers, which is more of a knockback. We want to we want to control the guards, uh, and then he was asked to lose weight when he comes to Dallas, and then we want him to be this kind of this jet front guy where we're plugging gaps so a lot. Of what you see with what the Browns were doing this year under Schwartz of just kind of wearing a four down front, a lot yeah. of cover one behind it. I want those guys. You know, you know, defending the run on the way to the quarterback is always that famous way of looking at it. And I think that there has to be a nice balance to that. And it really comes down to who you have in the defense. Uh, and how are you going to protect your linebackers? I thought that was an issue all year with the Cowboys is when you have such light personnel, you're essentially playing dime on, on 95% of your snaps that you need to slow down the interior of the offensive line so that they don't get up there. And you're asking these guys to really just jet the front, pl- you know get through the gap as quickly as you can. And that's not really, that's not really uh, settling the offensive line. That's not really establishing the line of scrimmage. So that's going to be something that, He's going to look at, um, I would assume, uh, you know, he worked with Charles Kelly, who's now at, with uh, Auburn, a uh, longtime Saban disciple. Guy's been around forever. He's coached the secondaries for Saban forever. I think that that system, if he learned anything from that system, bringing that kind of a kind of more of a gap control
0: style. Um, so I would assume that it's going to be a, a little bit of a marriage of both. I'm glad that you brought up the linebackers because. Yeah. That's been an issue for the Cowboys for a while. Now let's dive into what Zim might want from his linebackers in this defense. Next. This episode is brought to you by game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music and comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat and their best price guarantee Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so you know that you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code. Locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, again, all you have to do is create an account, redeem promo code locked on for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports uh, Today today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. All right, we are here with Cody Alexander talking about the Cowboys defense with new defensive coordinator, Mike Zimmer. And Cody, I've got to ask you about the linebackers because last year the Cowboys were playing a 205-pound linebacker, Marquise Bell, basically out of necessity. Do we think we're going to get a, a philosophical change with how the Cowboys view linebackers?
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be something I, you know, when you're going to run kind of what Dan Quinn was trying to do and be very man heavy outside, you kind of want to have, even your linebackers are going to be, they're going to be defending tight ends a lot of the time. And so therefore you you're, you want to have man coverage guys. I do think that that's something that the, the Cowboys have kind of put off. And then they kind of caught up to them last year, especially inside. It's just kind of putting off this linebacker, uh, you know, Couple years ago, five years ago, everybody started talking about you know the linebackers is kind of the running backs of the defense. You know, you know running backs don't matter, right? You know linebackers don't matter, right? They're just kind of they're kind of yeah, I don't worry about it. You just draft and keep going, and then all of a sudden you you start seeing these teams that have really good linebacking cores, and they tend to be some of the top teams uh, defensively. And so I think you're going to have a, a, a hopefully a pivot back to having more of a traditional. Two, at least two linebackers in there. I, I do not think that we're going to go away from nickel as a base personnel. I mean this that's the NFL that we live in. But as that we see more twelve personnel, just trying to play dime against twelve personnel is just not going to not going to be there. I think Zimmer's a four three guy. Uh, he's going to want to have linebackers. Um, I think the success of the Chiefs this year, having a, a base 4-3 system and being able to kind of have an athletic linebacker at Mike and being able to do different things with them, I, I really think that that's a scheme that people are going to look at. Look at McDonald with the with the Ravens having a ton of success and kind of amplifying his defense by having two solid linebackers. Obviously, the 49ers with their their two guys. You know, I go back to the Super Bowl. Losing Greenlaw, uh, does mm-hmm, that yeah. – that, is a huge blow to that defense and it completely changed the game defensively for them. So you have to have two good linebackers anymore in this day and age. And I think that you're going to have to pivot back and you're going to put a little bit of capital into that linebacker position. So the Cowboys have a,
2: uh, uh, let's say an allocation of talent problem at linebacker right now. Right. And and, and I actually kind of wanted to ask your opinion on this a little bit because you know, Marcus and I talk about the fact that the Cowboys are extremely over invested. Well, not, maybe not over invested, but very invested at the safety position, right? Because ultimately, several of these safeties were playing linebacker as right. well, like playing on that second level. Do you feel like, A, that Zimmer will use a lot of three safety to kind of, you know, take advantage of, of, the, of the talent there? And I guess, sub question, secondary question is, do you feel like someone like Marquise Bell can? continue to play linebacker like on the weak side, just with, you know, maybe some more bigger bodies next to him or in your mind, would you move someone like that just back to safety and see what he can do there?
1: Yeah, I think there were going to see a rise back in the big nickel, which has been a traditional three safety look in, in the NFL. I think you're going to start seeing that. Um, I, you know, it will be, it's up to kind of the creator, right? How creative it's going to be and how creative Zimmer wants to be. I think Quinn really knew kind of leaned into the safeties, trying to mitigate some of the issues with some of the stunts up front. And it just didn't work at times, especially against power teams. You know, I go all the way back to the Cardinals game and every, Everybody was so surprised. But then you go back to that Cardinals game. They run a lot of 12 personnel and gap scheme. Well, they got they got those DBs in space with with linemen and it was, you know, off to the races. So I think that when you have a plethora of DBs. And you're playing dime that works right. Uh, Marquis Bell ends up being a, a full time linebacker for you, so you keep him on the roster. That's not a big deal, but I think going forward, you're really going to have to make a decision on who are we going to keep. I think you you need to have at least three really good ones. You need somebody that can play in the slot you need someone that can guard a tight end. Uh, but having four or five on a roster, when you need to be allocating that really more to corner, you need to have, uh, you know, two linebackers that can play and then maybe finding obviously another edge, you know, edging corners is like you can't get enough of them in the NFL right now. So I think to me, you kind of got weighted. They didn't want to get rid of any of them but maybe this is a time to maybe try and try and unload on some of those especially some guys where uh, maybe you can unload some of the contract maybe even get back some draft picks or or some players for them
0: i want to ask you about the physical dimensions of these linebackers because so on the cowboys roster last year was marquise bell 205 pounds soaking wet they drafted demario Overson from texas who was a former safety that kind of made that transition I think he came in at like 222 at the combine. Uh, and then there's Damone Clark, who was a 455 linebacker coming out of LSU. Do you anticipate that under Zimmer, they're going to be looking for the bigger, you know, the, the more traditional 6'4, 245 pound linebackers? Or is he just going to make do with what he has? I think you
1: have to have an A gap plugger on your roster. I think you have to have at least one. You have to have at least one guy that can play in the box full time. Uh, can maybe take a running back if you need to. That allows you to then have what I call a money backer, right? That's the guy that's a linebacker. That's more of your will linebacker. He lines up on the tight end. He can play man-to-man on a tight end on a limited basis, especially if he has bracket support uh, when you play some of these better tight ends. Uh, so you're not, what ends up happening when you're trying to play nothing but DBs is what happened to the Cowboys is that you get worn down in a 17 game season when teams just start running at you. Uh, you know, they look, I, I played DB my entire life. I hated getting in the box as a corner. I didn't like, you know, when you constantly are having to play run defense all the time, like that's not what you're getting paid for. That's not what you want. And so when you're 205 pounds and you're sitting in there and you're taking on 330 pound guards on a regular basis, because offenses are going to manipulate their formations to get that guy in the box. They're going to find that matchup and then they are going to hammer it home as much as they possibly can and wear them down. Um, and so I think what you saw with the Cowboys under Quinn was they, they opted for speed, but at the end of the day, what do you do when things are even? What do you do in the fourth quarter when you really need that stop? When you, and it's four minute offense, you've got to get that ball back into the offense's hands and you've got a 205 pound linebacker out there that's really a safety plane in the box. And you can't manipulate that run fit because he's not coming from high. He's not coming from a safety. We're not putting him down and spending any cover three. He's literally in the box lined up at five yards and he's going to have to go plug a gap. And I think to me, that's where it kind of got the pendulum swung too far to one way. And you're going to see it come back. I do think that you're fine having speed linebackers. I mean, the Buccaneers have been successful having two dudes that can run for a long time. But they have guys in the middle like Vita Veya, that is an absolute monster that can take up to sometimes three blocks. Uh, and so you can manipulate that in a way. So if you're going to go light in the middle. You got to go heavy up front. And so it's kind of a give and a take. There are certain things in football that do not change. And that is one of them is that you have, wherever you steal something from, you're going to have to give in return. You just want to make sure that you have a nice balance. And I think that's what everybody's searching for.
0: Cody, you mentioned that you uh, used to play cornerback. I want to talk about the Cowboys cornerbacks because Trayvon Diggs and Deron Bland have combined for 29 interceptions over the last three years. And Deron Bland's only been in the league two years. How does Mike Zimmer manage to coach these defensive backs that are just so ball hawk hungry? We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet at FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet that is 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all of your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Check out the futures market. You can go bet on who you think is going to get to the play-in game, who's going to make the playoffs, and who will ultimately win the NBA championship. Just visit FanDuel.com and shoot your shot with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. All right, we're back here with Cody Alexander. Cody, I got to ask you about <laughs> Zimmer and these cornerbacks because I think he's been a little bit more risk averse in his past, uh, but he's got two of the best ball-hawking corners in the NFL. How do you think that pairing is going to work?
1: Well, I think it, you kind of you look at the transition that Diggs was able to make after his first year, kind of the biggest thing that that the argument was we even got that viral video of of Jalen Ramsey talking about the difference between an on ball corner and an off ball corner. And what all that means is basically Diggs was essentially pressing all the time. So it was feast or famine. He was either getting the ball or he was giving up a huge play. Well, then you have Quinn kind of transition to a lot of trap two coverages with him off ball. He's being able to read and react. So I think what we have seen is Diggs can play zone coverage. Uh, You're gonna get more zone coverage with Zimmer. Um, I think that's going to be the key. You have really good safety play from the Cowboys. That's something the Cowboys have had. uh, and that's one of the strengths of the Zimmer defense. I do agree with you of being like risk averse in sense of, he doesn't play a lot of man. He doesn't blitz very much. That's going to be like we talked about earlier in the show. It's going to be something that he's going to have to find kind of an adjustment with, but I think anytime you have two corners, that can be locked down on the outside and can play different techniques, whether it be zone or man. I think that just unlocks your defense a lot of the time. So uh, we look at one one team in particular of being able to look at is like the Jets, for instance, that run a really static defense similar to what we would see uh, with Zimmer. Uh, they have good interior defensive line play. They were able to get a, produce a lot of pressure. It amplifies having two really good corners in DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. So when you have that outside it just kind of unlocks your defense and that pressure and coverage marriage uh, it just gets even stronger so I'm I'm really interested to see the progression digs get coming back and being able to play can they transition to playing a little bit more zone because that's going to be the question
2: yeah I think that's the big question on my mind and and, and the other thing about this too is the kind of and, and this is this is why I'm glad we have a coach on here too as someone who actually played defensive back as well because one of the things I'm concerned about, not just in an X's and O's realm, is the, the mindset, the mentality, the buy in from these players. Like, you know, as, as Marcus just mentioned, these guys have had a ton of success, specifically Bland and Diggs, right. these last two years within, in this system. They bring back Al Harris. They're going to be transitioning to, you know, like you said, a much more dynamic set of coverages, right? a lot more, you know, variety, more man match stuff, more, you know, kind of traditional cover two, uh, you know, with the, the cover one and cover three stuff that they've you know, had success with. How do you like, how do you get a player to buy into scheme changes when they've had success in a previous scheme? And, 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 does this may get made even more complicated, which I think is kind of ironic. Does this get made even more complicated by the fact that they're bringing back Al Harris, who was the coach that you know kind of taught all those <laughs> different schemes in the previous season? How does all of that kind of, interplay with each other and the mentality of the players themselves.
1: yeah I think the first thing that I would do is I would sit down Diggs and Deron Bland and clip out all of the zone coverage schemes that they ran that they actually ran whether it be cover three or trap twos that you were getting with Dan Quinn and then showing uh the plays that they made out of that and say look here all we're going to do is is we're going to amplify this part of your game uh, I've a bit. I've always been a big believer in see ball, get ball, playing off the ball and not playing a lot of press. A lot of the times you can see the ball. So you're getting less penalties. Okay. You're getting more hands on the ball. Uh, that's going to obviously be something to work on, but, uh, you know, that is one of the things working in this space and talking to NFL corners and NFL coaches and scouts and things like that, of that nature is the problem that we have right now in football is that from high school through college, all these corners are playing on the ball. They are yeah. press heavy at 90% plus. And so when you go to these DB guru trainer guys, all you work, all, you can see yeah. it on Instagram and Twitter. It's all press techniques. It's all yeah. this things that they're working in these drills. And then you get into the NFL and you got a guy like Tyree kill who he, he may be small in stature, but if you go and press him on a regular basis, you're going to lose more than you not. So you have to learn how to play off ball. We're also in a transition in the NFL where the cover one rates are growing, are just, they're bottoming out. They're going down and down every basketball five years, they've gone down uh and zone is back. Uh, and I think it's because of the movement offenses that we see, yeah. you got to be able to play more zone coverage. And so these corners are going to have to, that's one of the other part is I would sit down and I would show them the zone coverages where they were successful. Then I would also explain to them that, Hey, look, if you're going to be successful for long-term in this league, you're going to have to be able to play off ball. You're going to have to be able to play the vision and you have to play zone because that's what the trend, that's what the trend is right now. In the NFL. You're just not seeing at volume a lot of man coverage unless. You know for a fact you can physically dominate that offense, and some of those it's like the Patriots, for instance, got a ton of man coverage this year. Name a receiver on the Patriots. Okay. So it's it's kind of one of those, you know, you pick and you choose. And so I think those are the two aspects that I would do it. And I, and two, you challenge those guys. If you are an elite corner, you are able to do multiple things, not just one thing. You can't be a one trick pony in the NFL anymore. You have to be multiple. The way that you do things, whether that's techniques, whether that's footwork, whether that's a zone versus man, on ball versus off ball. I thought Diggs showed that he had a lot of transition after his first year of getting from being an on-ball dominant corner to playing more off the ball. I thought he had a ton of success playing a lot of that cover two that Dan Quinn was showing. And so to me, thou those are the things that you really lean into when you are starting to have that conversation with these players. It's like, look, I'm trying to amplify you now not change who you are as a person.
0: Cody, this has been absolutely fantastic. We really appreciate you jumping on the show. Uh, Tell everybody where they can find all of your fantastic work.
1: Yeah. Matchquarters.com is the place to start. So if you are interested in defense at all, I've got more than 200 articles. I'm making clinic videos every week. Uh, it's kind of your one-stop shop of finding anything defense and learning anything defense. That's really what I built that for. I want I'm a teacher at heart. I want to, uh, expand the knowledge of fans, coaches, everybody on defense. I think everybody talks offense all the time. Defense mm-hmm. doesn't get any love. So I'm You're kind right. of the, the only one doing this. Uh, and so if you want to find and if you like what you heard here, there's plenty of more on MatchQuarters.com.
0: And go check out the Laton Cowboys podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available on all platforms. Again, make sure you go follow, follow Cody on Twitter at the underscore coach underscore A. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you right back here tomorrow.